I don't know. You press the camera button. I pre- it, okay, so that's the camera off. Mm. Yeah, maybe not probably look. not that. The opposite of that. Well, I don't know where the settings are. At least the H you have for your avatar is like soothing and Helvetica <laughs> style. That's nice. But I hate Just it. But I'm not an A. That's not what I look like. Yeah, I mean, I see I an promise, H. My dear friend Harrison, I promise the you, H. I promised you, gentlemen, a, a nice pale boy. <laughs> and yeah, I need the I need the pale Victorian child back. I don't feel spooked enough to podcast. <laughs> I need the scare. What does it mean, camera? on it. <laughs> you you actually—it's actually pretty common knowledge that you cannot record a podcast until you are sufficiently. It really spooked. lights a fire I mean, I under your ass. I don't know about anyone other than me, but I know <laughs> I. I, I like the fat exactly exactly man how are you going to find that my my from an a my my process a process like process it is a process okay just like processed cheese so gentlemen i think (laughs) i think if we want to see pretty pale boy um we have to we have to move back wait why can't you join the call on your pad and on your computer we'll have the audio from your computer and then mute yourself on your pad and we'll get to see your pretty little pale boy face chris this is why we pay you the 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 how about joseph gordon levitt and jim jones in a movie huh (laughs) (laughs) you're like i should be that happened today So the cause it causes. That's why you mute your iPad, sir. Mute the call on your on your iPad. There you go. Bingo, bango. Do we have a lag? Talking to your microphone. Thing. Hello. Hello. We hear you through the computer. Hello. Beautiful. Yay. Yes. Hey everyone. Okay. Unbeknownst to my other host, we've been recording this whole time. Welcome to the It Is Nine oh, podcast. No. That feels an awful lot like cheating to me, Mr. Wyden. I'm Chris. There's Joe over there. There's Harrison. That's Hello. Joe. I'm Harrison. I'm Joe. I'm Mr. I'm... Joe Bean, that is. That's Mr. Too. Joseph Gordon Beans. For you completionists. Um, yeah. This show doesn't have a tagline. Uh, maybe we'll have one one day, but right now all you have to go on is It Is Nigh and our back and forth of trying to set up the call. So welcome, Dale, buddy. We miss you. I I believe we miss you. I believe in you. I don't know where to look. Look at the this iPad. So, you know, but hold the microphone. Look at the iPad. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You two are like. <laughs> Why don't we miss Dale? Is he abandoned his? No, post? he's doing great. We love you. No, we don't miss. Uh, we, yeah, we, we want to like, watch you no. handle, which is the right no. move. I miss him because I haven't been on he Twitter in a while. It's my own fault that the uh, missing is occurring. Oh, don't worry. I, 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 we interact on Twitter fairly, oh, I, fairly often. I believe it. Um, but this is It Is Nigh podcast about the face of a generation. 
the generation we face. Harrison did all this work to uh, get a camera and audio going, and now his camera's just showing the ceiling. Hang on, hang on. I'm setting there. Now I I see you. There's my pale boy. I'm so well framed. I I love a black jacket. It really makes you shine. (laughs) From the skin part, that is. The contrast. (laughs) It's... It's very, it's it's very uh, dark, and which looks good on me on a fact of the count that I'm a ghost, and um, ah! <laughs> oh, oh no, dear listener, it seems oh, like I just spooked uh, Joseph Gordon Bean, but there's a there's a there there's a lot of um, news. Actually, there actually is. <laughs> Including, but not limited to, the top story of um, Cousin Skeeter yeah. declaring the Lord Protector over over the former United I States. I wish I hadn't listened to last week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, I bet a bunch of people are thinking that. At first, I thought that like we were getting a gentle reminder that he exists, because there was no news, but it turns out he has... Taken over control of the entire media apparatus of the Western world, mm-hmm. and that is why the BBC, the Blaze, <laughs> Reuters, uh, some good news starring John Krasinski, all of the most trusted news <laughs> sources were uh, dark for a they while. Were just, they were just slumped up. They and now they've just... been taken over, and it's uh, by, you know, I, I, I don't want to say a puppet government but literally ooh, a ooh, government. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, and and the vile vile uh, yeah is that I'm pretty sure offensive? the inner puppet government no, Harrison's computer camera's now working <laughs> <laughs> just to give our listeners no, a, a play by play update don't mind me buddy uh, you were you were doing really good with the skeeter well, he's taken over. All right. Um, yeah, I, I can't listen Justin to Skeeter. Is, is I, I, hate, I, I, I hate it. I hate it. The Skeeter government is not legitimate in my eyes. I don't <laughs> accept it. Not this unreality. That's bull hey, talk. Yeah. Come what, and get me, what? Skeeter. Lord uh, Skeeter. Then what what terrible reality do you want to talk about? I don't know. The one that we actually live in, but that sounds like... There's some okay stuff, like Justin Breyer says he's going to retire, which is a... uh, It's not like positive or negative news. It's positive news because it's it's, Biden's, you know, president. So it's not going to be like Steve Bannon getting nominated to the Supreme Court. So in that sense, it's good news. It's bad news if you're Ted Cruz, because of course... Nominating a black woman for the first time ever is the most racist thing that he could do, according to Ted Yeah, because Cruz. you're not even yeah. considering white people. Right. I'm so sorry, white people. It must feel really bad to not be considered. To have only had most of the people <laughs> on the court so far. I, dude, thank you, okay? Look, we, we like to joke on this show. We like to say a lot of funny things. But at the end of the day, oh it's just not fair that there can't be another white person <laughs> in a position that's only had mostly nigh ex- very nigh exclusively white people right. for like 200 years yeah. like 
almost exclusively white dinglinged people. Very, yeah, that's very true. Uh, I think just give Clarence Thomas another seat. He can spread out. <laughs> spread out. <laughs> yeah. Really, it's man. We should apply the airplane rule where, like, at a certain point, right. you've got to buy that. Yeah, Clarence seat. Ter- yeah, Thomas. He felt extender and his, his extra wide version of the Constitution to not read. And, uh, <laughs> you know, do Clarence Thomas. Stuff. Yeah, he needs room for we Jesus. Should just, we should just go ahead and give yes. the seat. To his wife, she basically already has. I was, yeah, I was <laughs> She's half of his seat. Stick, <laughs> dude. More than half, yeah, brother. It's bad. We, it's working. Our country. Um, yay. Oh, the U.S. sent troops oh, to not, uh, you... to Europe today. Yes, I three, saw that. Before, three thousand so. troops sent to Europe. They're saying we're totally not going to go into Ukraine, but you know we want to be there. Because, uh, yeah. by the way, for anyone we who doesn't did. know, <laughs> we wanted. Yeah, it was like for anyone who doesn't know, but, the U.S. already mm-hmm. had troops in Europe, so they sent three thousand more troops to Europe just to be like, "Hey, NATO, if something happens, like we're around or right. whatever." <laughs> but Biden really doesn't want to do that, being that he's the get out of Af- get out of Afghanistan president. But we'll see what happens, because I guess a war would get him yeah, reelected. But... <laughs> It feels very much like in a movie when, like, a, the, the younger child wants to go to something and they're like, only if your big brother will promise to go with you. And, like, America's troops that Biden's sending are, like, is, like, the parent or, like, the big brother agreeing to go with them. You know, it's like, I'm not going to, like, hang out with you and your dear friend. That's exactly it. <laughs> I'm going to be doing my own shit over here, but, like, you know. I guess I can... Of course, if anyone tough comes around, like, you're my little bro, bro, but, like... Right. I guess I can drink more beer and make out with Justin Trudeau later. (laughs) Uh, I'd I'd make out with Justin Trudeau. um, (laughs) Who would? Well, he's COVID positive right now, so I'd wait. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Um, I so what? 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 We think it's happening? Is it? Is it World War Three? I do not think it's happening. I don't think it's World War III. I really don't think it's happening. I think it is such posturing. But I will say to distract uh, from like uh, every country's own domestic problems. (laughs) I've kind of held this view for a a few years now that, like, when historians look back in a hundred, two hundred, three hundred years. World War Two, World War Three. I mean, will have considered to have started by now. Like the very, you know yeah, what I mean. It like, might it be, be like, like an era of war. history like, coming. This is part of the World War Three period, I think, that will be looked back on. But to today, say like, obviously, no major war has been declared. But like, this is the very tense decade or two of like build up to like whatever the fuck's going to actually happen. That's fair, and like you never whatever know. Horrible like, like, Transferred man of twenty twenty eight or whatever. Because if I mean, yeah, if the U.S. Transferred man twenty twenty eight. If like, because Biden yeah, has put not, those those sanction threats in line that would basically decimate the yeah. not only the economy of Russia but like Europe's mm-hmm. economy too. And if Biden were to make good on those sanctions, if Russia did invade Ukraine and like totally sanction all russian financial institutions like make all the oligarchs actually hurt that might push everyone to like the ultimate extreme i don't know right i think whatever that 
moment that will be considered the official start or whatever is is already in motion through the machinations. Like more so than just saying, you know, butterfly flap its wings in 1920. Therefore, you know, I decided to cut my hair today or whatever. Butterfly effect bullshit. Like actual substance. Funny, I decided to cut my hair. Probably in motion by now. Yeah, but then again, it's this Russian. would have the effect yeah, of being crowned best so looking man in the world. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just my pointless take. Hey, hey, hey we and love no, a pointless a take. It it's sort of is what the show is. It's, it's very, very much um, what the show is. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. So much said that I forgot my point. I probably didn't have one. Oh, well, get in there. Start riffing, it. baby. Let's see where it goes. No, I mean something, something. Harrison, you, you have, you have something, a runway. Something. Just go and see what happens. It'll be fine. <laughs> I I I I get what what people are saying with like oh Biden like doesn't he just got out of Afghanistan he doesn't want it to be a forever war but his own like uh, like Blinken was saying the other day that like the, the the administration differentiates between like what this would be and a forever war because this is not something that is being continued just to be continued. That's, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like it, it, it's not even necessarily that Biden is, like, anti-war. It's that he was, like, anti, like, staying in this particular conflict that whose, like, only purpose was, you know, for us to just, like, act like we didn't get, <laughs> like, spend way too much to do way too little. Yeah, and not, yeah, we didn't spend, like, trillions of dollars to leave the country exactly how we left it. Um, or right. how we like it. it would be it would be majorly it would be a majorly different situation if uh, you know there were some kind of like incursion like I, I am with you too that I don't think that Putin will do that because what Putin will, like what he wants is for people to meet him at the table and to feel like a big boy and we all did yeah. that because we all like freaked out we're oh my god oh my god oh my god okay like, what do you want what do you want what do you want so, like, I don't know. I feel like he's gotten what he what he wants. I mean, of of course, of but course, I would never, I would never be saying no to warm water port. <laughs> if it was, if it was so happened to be offered. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I I just I don't know. I just don't know Personally, if there's ever enough of that for him. You know what I mean? It's like, can his that's true. Desire for that be sated, or is he just going to keep? I don't escalating? think the thing is. I because just don't think on Putin the other is opinion. like. I don't view him as a Hitler type. Like, I don't think Putin wants to take no. the world, which is why I'm not really worried about like massive all-out war with Russia. Because what Russia wants, and I mean, this is like just because the U.S. is what the U.S. is and has been this way for the past century. The U.S. doesn't want what Russia wants. Like, it's kind of like, if it if push really comes to shove, I don't think, like, as long as most of Europe doesn't, like, isn't affected, if Russia really decides, like, we're just going to take Ukraine, we're going to fuck around and find out, I think what they're going to find out is, like, they can have Ukraine. Like, I don't really, I don't see... It, Do you think I so? think if it really comes because, down because to it, I there's going to be, like, a they... lot of war games bullshit... But like, and it, honestly, it depends on who's president at the time. That's really what it comes down to, yeah, and like what like Congress is up to, and how much Congress is fucking up with the American people. Because if the U.S. government is fucking up 
enough uh, when push comes to shove, then they'll totally go to war just to like distract from the fact that like there's about to be a rebellion. Like, <laughs> yeah. But like, I if mean, the climate isn't that way domestically, I don't think like the U.S. is going to force a war if the American people are really not feeling it and there's no real political gain to it. The the thing that scares me on that level though is that like the right authoritarian leader who we've one of whom we've had experience with obviously like will just do it to big dick vladimir in the same kind of way like even though the nation's interests aren't that somebody might you know look at the pool of gop people if trump runs again obviously is one like who might just be like fuck you we're doing yeah. it because uh, we can and that could be and, and yeah. that could be how that goes but you never know trump's also a weird motherfucker he like really wants putin to like him and authoritarians tend to work together so it's kind of yeah. like that's true, but I, I I don't know, dude. Trump Trump Trump's going to go to war if he has an opportunity. To oh, if he so. becomes president again, I'm sure he's going to try to push us into war. When, That's the best way to sir, stay president. <laughs> best to just go ahead and and, and and ready ourselves. Yeah, not for the possibility, point. but the eventuality of a second Trump term. At this point, I have I'm living my life as if he will be the president again. And I, I am too. You I have to. to, otherwise, they, otherwise it would be un like you'd have to kill yourself. My heart can't handle. Like yeah, prepare for the worst. Thank you. Like I don't know. I I I have. I really. It sounds awful to word it that way, but like that is that is definitely something that I have thought privately. I'd just be like, oh fuck, man. I've just got to like mentally, mentally, I've got to prep for that. Like on your toes every moment. Like. Oh boy! What's yeah, for sure. I think there's like a big. I mean, I've kind of been saying that. I mean, not that that isn't happening now, but it's different. It's different because like he prefers a spotlight so much. Yeah, there's a chance he dies, which would be nice. But the thing is, it's like I'm still assuming that whether or not he's alive, we're gonna have. I'm imagining it as Trump, but like, let's say Trump dies next year from like eating mm. you know a burger too fast or something and then like desantis now, is like the front runner say, it's like yeah, that's not yeah. any different really in fact maybe it's, it's scarier candidate in 2024 will not be a ridiculous buffoon of that nature you know well at least, because... at least one of the things that we want yeah. Right, because like if for whatever reason Trump can't run in 2024, or even if we're talking in 2028, the truly dangerous thing is that because that person will not be Trump, they'll have to out-Trump Trump. And like that's that's exactly like you took the words right out of my mouth when you went to DeSantis because like I, I genuinely find him to be a scary motherfucker because it's, it's just like the, there's something truly dangerous, truly dangerous about that level of like I don't really believe in fucking anything. I just, whatever's going to get me the most claps at the time when it behooves me, that's what I now believe. Like, the, to the degree that DeSantis does and the way that he's able to just immediately make people forget about his past mistakes is just like, it's a, oh, it's It's fuck. so scary how untouchable he is to yeah. so many people. Yeah, man. It's It really is. Oh, it's not good. Yeah. It, it's, it's not good. I don't... It's, yeah. it's because, like... I don't know. I don't know yeah, how he'd fare I mean, against certain potential DNC presidential candidates. I think he would whoop Biden's ass, but I don't know about other other options. 
Well, that's the thing, man. Is Biden running? Again? I don't. I hope like, not. I hope when Biden gets there, I, he just I, says I, like I everybody vote impression. for Kamala, or like Kamala doesn't want it, but Kamala totally wants it. So that's probably going to be what happens. But who knows? Biden's also a crazy old white man, and maybe he'll very much want to be president for eight years. I mean, he's not going to live I mean, that long, that's but the thing that he's going to try. I think it's unrealistic to think he will not be the nominee again. That he will not run for re-election. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. I feel like, yeah, the problem uh, is he'll be assumed the nominee that, like, when election year kicks off and, like, whatever that is, 2023. So, God, that's next year. A few months? Yeah. So it's like... Uh, well, not even, because, like, they, they'll really start. I mean, like, for instance, Trump's announcement came in 20... Uh, oh, yeah. I forgot he's already. Yeah, no, guys, we're like we're like five or six months away from the president just like effectively starting. So yeah, yeah, it'll be. I think he'll want to stay president. It'll it'll be this summer, and then we'll primary all next year, or into into next year. Man, that's gonna be. Can you say? It's gonna be a bad time. But yeah, Biden, I think will will run again. He's already being. I don't know, you know, no official word obviously has come out of his camp, but I've seen the talking points start to come out onto other media on cable and stuff of like, I saw a guy on Fox News, um, funnily enough, who was uh, <laughs> basically they were trying to, you know, get him to admit that like something that Biden's not running and Kamala sucks or whatever. He's like, there's no reason to think Biden's not running. Like Biden will run for president. Again. Biden wanted to be president I, in the first place like, at his age. Like... But he has such a low approval rating, and he's so fucking old. He's so old. So what? He'll run again. But, so you really think, you I mean, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just, I'm trying to wrap my head around just, like, how fucking stupid and hard it's going to be to have 2024 rematch. (laughs) How stupid and hard are the hills that the DNC has been picking for the last 10 years? How stupid, like, God. how many times they have to show you who they are before you think that, you know, the dumbest, obvious thing is the one that they're going to go with, which is Biden-Harris 2028. A lot, a lot of times is the answer because I'm still new to this side. <laughs> no, you're not at this point. I have to learn, I have to learn how this side is stupid now. <laughs> yeah, it's a different kind of stupidity, and it's less harmful <laughs> than it is. Yeah, stupid. Republicans are, like, it's stupid because they want to do the bad thing for themselves, but don't realize how it will eventually be their own undoing. The Democrats are just like, right. oh, people need to, like, like us, so we gotta, like, tell them that we'll do the right things, and then we'll just never do anything right. once <laughs> we're elected. The Democrats are like, well, we're not like fucking evil totally so and like how about it i guess you owe us <laughs> for not being evil in our 10 years that is exactly what the democratic party has done and it you know like because they have such an evil thing on the other side that all they have yeah. to do in their minds is say nice things and admit that people are people regardless of skin color and stuff and like they think that's enough yeah, it's. I mean, and that's the thing. It's that's part of the problem of Congress being mostly rich people. Granted, most of Congress is not the ultra wealthy, but they're still in the top one percent handily. And yeah, I know that does yeah. not count. That's not every person in Congress, but it is the vast majority of them. And it's kind of like, yeah, they don't fucking know what it's With like to be an start. American. Like they have no concept. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
And exactly. any person in Congress who is not a part of that 1% gets, like, degraded for being a bartender, like, like AOC or something. And it's like, you're not even, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, how dare you actually represent You people? actually worked your way about. up to a position as of power? <laughs> what must that be you like? You poor as person. You have, as if you need to have, like, any real qualifications to do, like these jobs it's like first of all you're not even really doing a job most of the time you mostly just hire people to tell you the polling for what you think and then you just go think yeah. that like the fucker you show up places and you say things that's yeah, your fucking plus, job plus you, you like seem to have such a hard on for criticizing actors when you essentially do the same <laughs> job so and then like madison cawthorn exists and it's like you don't oh, do God. anything. You just lie about things and then say <laughs> offensive shit and then don't walk it back. Like like people like that, obviously, and I know that's the fringe. Yeah. Like, like, you know, well, not the fringe and, like, the fact that they don't all do that, but the uh, blatantly and ridiculously the lies, I mean, about, like, military service and stuff. Oh, yeah. the Like, the fact that so many has to based on that level of lie. <laughs> anyway, we're, we've definitely unraveled here, as we often do, and I, and I love that for this. Point is, it's shitty out there. But I have a nice note to end on before we hop into bad content, if y'all are amenable. He loves this. He loves his little nice notes. Well, it is nigh, you know, oh, has some know. nice notes that are pretty dark, even. They're just, they're just nicer than what came before them. Citizens of Myanmar stayed home this past week on Monday across the whole country, according to The Guardian, in a general strike called the Silent Strike. The military warned anyone who participated in the strike would uh, be faced with sedition charges, but that deterred basically no one. And the entire city markets and town markets across the nation were ghostly empty. The photographs are spooky and it's very exciting. This is like what is exciting about it is it just shows at while like it's an incredible demonstration. It's an incredible demonstration and it's also just kind of like even though the military is like air quotes in charge, you're not in charge when the entire populace of your country decides you're not and then just doesn't you say do something and they say no and then they don't. Like, what are you going to do? You can't kill everybody. Like, it's then you have no country anymore. So it's just, it's like this perfect moment of, like, there is hope. And, like, yeah, it's, I'm not saying that there aren't, like, horrors happening there. Like, they keep having military mass murders of, like, 20 or 40 or 50 people at a time in different villages, which is really fucked up. But that's... The thing is, like, the military is going through and they're committing these violent acts just to try and get people to go to work. Like, everyone's quit their jobs. People aren't paying their bills because the government owns a lot of the utility companies in Myanmar. It's, it just shows that there are many ways of protest, and while we are approaching our own version of fascism in this country, it's, it's worth looking at yeah. and being like, you know, there are effective methods that you can take. And sometimes that method is sitting on your ass. Which is the best way to get things done. <laughs> because, and that's why we're doing that it. Method, right? That's the way to do it. Yeah, that's why you and I, that's why the three of us are sitting on our asses right now. <laughs> Talking. It's patriotism. Um, <laughs> we are goddamn patriots on this podcast, if you hadn't noticed. On this podcast. 
There's oh, pod. There's two of there's them. There's pod. Welcome. There's little podcast. Multiple podcast right here. Oh, we're, oh. Here we're here to gather. It's like my personal it. nightmare. <laughs> well, the best is that I have you like the way that my screen is set up. I have you in the middle, so like both of us are just on either side of your ears. Like small devils on your shoulder. All right, let's go to. Too hot to handle. Uh, yes. I will be watching my words. I rewatched the episode to make sure that that's what I cover because I have finished the oh season. Oh my god! <laughs> as well as watching most of that show on HBO, F Boy Island, <laughs> in the past week. <laughs> How is F Boy Island? We'll have we'll get around to that. I'm sure. We'll get to F Boy Island in six months or something, but it's good. <laughs> yeah, excellent. God, I I loved jumping into episode two of Too Hot to Handle, having not seen episode one of this season, just because I I weirdly, having done this, I guess I've done the first two seasons, and mm-hmm. I don't I don't like their first episodes. I think it's because all of the people are obviously the worst. So having their introductory moments is just like unbearable to me. I really like skipping it. I might do that in the future. <laughs> Yeah, I love the first episodes before that very reason that you hate them. <laughs> um, but you basically saw the first episode if you heard our podcast that airs tonight. That's true. Yeah, we, we, yes, we did thoroughly cover it. <laughs> I didn't have a face for any of the names, but now I do. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, that's the thing. This second episode was really good for just furthering what we already knew about all of our characters like you got some great fuck boyery from stefan uh you got we really got to know truth so truth admits in the first episode that of course his real name is not actually truth um gasp indeed mr wyden but that's the thing i at least expected him to 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 speak a little truth and it turns out he is not of that persuasion. He, this is the one, oh, his real name was like David or something like super boring like that. Truth? Uh, but <laughs> this is the you episode. Mean Robert Truth? <laughs> oh, oh, Robert. Excuse I think me. it was. Robert know. Truth. Uh, that sounds right. Um, he, uh, that's the thing. I think, I think we may have if anything, underestimated Truth's douchebaggery. A little bit, I think we yeah. Were, we were kind to him in the first episode. We were, dare I say, somewhat pulling for him. And then, somewhat. in this episode, well, I, I, I'm just being honest. I, 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 
I think I was a little bit, but that has nice. changed. Do you want? Do you want to talk about? Well, huh? Truth spent the first night in bed with. Um, it's not Izzy. It's the other Jad. No, it was. It was Izzy. Yeah, it was Izzy. As it was Izzy. The, 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 no, George is the crazy yeah, hot girl. Who's no, the jazz? The reason that I so many just yes. oh my god. The, so jazz. Uh, so unfortunately, or whatever you want to say, there's sort of you know the three little love shapes on the season, and one of them is the African Americans or the the black. I people. noticed that a little yeah. fucked up, a little yeah. weird. <laughs> segregated yeah. little so, couples in a way it is but that's who we're talking about chris is truth and then izzy and jazz are all black people and the, and but the, reason all, all I remember. And the, the three black people on the show and, and i will say having seen the whole thing like it's not like a racist pairing for the whole thing they have drawn been drawn to each other which makes sense i suppose in some ways as you're surrounded by new people but like so that's what we're talking about now but he spent the first night you know, hammock cuddling and ended up sharing a bed with Izzy. Mm. And then when they get to uh, the point in the episode where they do their first therapy session thing. Oh, before you, group... are we talking about the second episode now? When the, the therapy, yeah. you got to describe what this therapy sec- session right, is. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Don't worry. I'm just saying he does a switch flip and becomes pretty much a, uh, an F boy himself. Oh, he does. Very I'm totally much flipping the script and be like, oh man, I had a physical thing with her, but like now I got this emotional thing with you. And he just yeah. knows he's trying to play. Which can we also uh, say life. is utter bullshit because this therapy session is like literally wrapping your limbs around like another person. It's like, oh really? When you were just like half yeah. naked and hugging Don't someone? Like, Don't so do the, it. The therapy session is run, of course, by Brendan Durrell. <laughs> we will, you will see a lot of this season. <laughs> And oh. he likes to dress as if uh, you're playing, like, uh, an Elder Scrolls game and you've just reached the top of a mountain and this wise man has something to like give you. Like a giant... Yeah. You know, he's going to teach you a shout. Yeah, he has big, flowy poncho energy. <laughs> um, and in this, yeah, this one, uh, they're talking about emotional connection over, you know, physical connection, as the show basically is about. Uh-huh. So, of course, the way to get them past their just sexual connections is to put them in positions and pair them off and put them in positions where Basically they're sex positions. <laughs> in sex positions in under in like your bathing suits and then you know don't come don't uh, do and that of course really brings emotional connection i see chris oh <laughs> came uh, thank god this <laughs> is an audio meeting um that is our truth paired up with jazz and then to the whole group when they're like kind of you know, debriefing with Brendan after they do the stuff. Uh, Truth says something along the lines of, you know, well, I had a very a physical connection immediately with this other girl in here. And then, of course, it shows Izzy being like, uh, okay. He's like, but, like, you know, I feel something so much deeper with jazz now. It's like, first yeah, of all, dude. all the like, like he, and that's that's what made it so bold in in my mind is that, like, he just fucking said it. To everyone. Yeah. <laughs> like, this, this is not this is not the fuck boyery that I am most familiar with, which is largely a game of cloak and dagger, which we get to we will get to later in this very episode oh, yes. between uh, Patrick and Stevan, who were right. but just no, on, on an absolute riveting foot 
<laughs> foot race to the bottom. <laughs> after this, after this debrief, of course, he goes back to Izzy. They encounter each other on the little bridge across the pool at the end. She, she corners him. I mean, like, she definitely... Exactly. But he acts, yeah. like, well nonchalant, like, oh, what's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and oh, then it then saying like, "Oh no, like no, I'm I'm into you." It's like, well, she's like, "Why'd you say all that then to everyone?" Yeah. And of uh, course, in, in a talking head, I want to get this great quote out to show you who Truth is. This is a direct quote from Truth. Oh, you have the quote. Excellent. I have many quotes. So Truth says, uh, after all of this has gone down with him, kind of starting to play these two women. I don't know if I want jazz. I don't know if I want Izzy. But what I do know is I want to get jizzy for sure. He does say that. Can confirm. He does yeah, say that. You know what? That's actually the only reason why I remember Izzy and Jazz's names is because he wants to get jizzy I, for sure. I recall that he desires getting jizzy and is this is also this is something that he I said it. I hate it so knowing much. that it would be broadcast on television which is rather he, incredible to He me. said it to a camera. Like in a one-on-one Yeah, it's in the confessional. I want to get you, for sure. God. And he thought it was such a clever line. Yeah, yeah but another and thing he about laughed, this... He laughed and laughed. <laughs> yeah. Another thing about this moment on the bridge, though, is that... <laughs> he said the exact same things to Izzy mm. as he did to Jazz... And those things were that, like, I would never say these things to her. Right. Chris, you're right, man. Everybody, <laughs> everybody give a little, a little round of applause for the inception <laughs> levels of, like, depravity going on there. Like, what he thinks holy shit, level. dude, you just made a mega lie. <laughs> He thinks he's doing an Inception level situation, but it well, really is just a, a boy point. on a playground pushing people down and saying he didn't do it. Well, yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. Really, he's just proving that he's like excellent at lying to your face without feeling like anything yeah. close to remorse or like. <laughs> uh, one other thing I need to mention about this whole thing is that uh, when Brendan Durrell walked into the therapy session mm-hmm. with the, the sex positions the, um, the doctor first, yes the doctor brendan dr brendan durrell um what his first line That's on the show is he meets everyone for the first time he walks in in his poncho and says what up vibrant fam he does he sure does what vibrant up vibrant fam, fam. Oh. See, this is this is why it is so i'm so i am so glad that you took notes because there were so many of these things as it was happening. That's the thing with the show is that it's just nonstop bangers of like, yeah, what? And most of it, I will say most of these bangers, as as we predicted in our coverage of the first episode, are coming from Patrick. Yeah, Patrick. Oh, my God. There's a lot of good Patrick shit Patrick in this episode. is like this gorgeous Hawaiian well, hunk, and every <laughs> time he opens his mouth, I'm just like, Oh, buddy. I get a little oh, dumb. Bu- it's like, he's Chris. dumb, but, like, also this, like, hopeless romantic that, like, is usually <laughs> paired with, like, nerds who are always going to do the big gesture and it's always going to cause them to fall flat on their yeah. faces and they're never going to, like, do the thing and just look yeah, like a fool. Sure. Except he's hot. Yeah. So, the problem is so, those yeah. gestures still horrible. <laughs> yeah, speaking yeah. of uh, his hotness... Chris, would you agree or disagree with our take last time that uh, he doesn't look like Jason Momoa? Did people say that in the first episode? 
People said that in the first. No, episode. he's just a long-haired tan Hawaiian boy. That's no, it. They, they, before that's the, the only. That's the face, only similarity. The, narr- the narrator before his face it was ever on camera when it was just showing his abs was already talking about how he looked like Jason Momoa. Yeah. And many people said he looked like Jason Momoa on the show. And then and, and, then, right, and then he just so. came in and they're like, oh, excuse me, when did Jason Momoa come in? And I was like, he did? He looks more he like Taylor Lautner than he does like Jason Momoa. Right. That's what I said last time was that there are, he would, Jason Momoa, if you were to ask me, what celebrity does this guy look like? Jason Momoa would be somewhere in the 30th to 50th guess Thing that I yeah. would say. And then that would be followed <laughs> by the reason because the of the way. hair. Like, it's not even yeah, because of his face. Yeah, he looks more like Johnny Tsunami. He looks more like Taylor Lautner. He looks more like a lot of people. He looks more like Dean Cain. He, he looks a little bit like Kronk yeah. from Emperor's New Groove. Yes. You know, he's got that look. Of... A little, a little Kronkish. I can definitely see that. In in the fact in the fact that he is he is just like ever so slightly endearing because he's so just like hopelessly stupid. I mean, like like, like we did we pointed it out last time. It's it's that it's the type that like ah <laughs> uh, this is mean. You can just see it. You can see it in his eyes. You know, you can just see that. Like... Again, as as my girlfriend likes to say, when you see somebody like that elevator music behind the eyes and that's it oh yeah the problem is i don't think it is elevator music i think what it is is like really really boring kind of gay but you don't know it action movie because like this is like this guy thinks he is with it and he thinks he's smart and knows what's up and that's the sort of confidence a stupid person can only have when they are drop dead gorgeous and like tall and a man and he is all of those things not not to give anything uh away about the rest of the season but some information that uh is is more of a teaser um everyone on this island Gay. At one point or another, says that like Patrick is the leader of the group. Like when Patrick says something, we all listen. Wait, this what? Thing, they actively say many what? times. Patrick, yeah. it's so they these I... idiots fall for it. <laughs> I can't <laughs> say that I saw I that did coming, not. but at the same time, I feel like I should yeah. have. Right. So, so to get to Patrick Bangers, like, if this anybody, week, if they could. If there were eight idiots in the whole of the world that would fall for like <laughs> his shit, it would be the eight that they happened to assemble there. <laughs> exactly. Now, Patrick's first real banger of this week, of course, comes when he's talking about the beautiful Georgia, who, as you recall, Stev, Patrick, and yeah, What is up with the, everyone on this show is literally equally beautiful. And, like, they keep yeah. acting like Georgia is, like, by far and away the most gorgeous person on the show. And I'm like, I mean, yes, yeah, she's pretty. Yeah, they kind of, like, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of the women in this season look fairly small. Yeah. Like, yeah that's that's, also true. So that's another big thing, but they're just like, oh, my God, this one chick that just definitely looks like a very standard issue hot chick is hotter than this other. And it's like, I, not, I know, not really. Right. Really? So the first, I, I night, the first night, you're comparable. After, of course, Georgia and um, Izzy shared a kiss. Uh, about ten minutes in, just to be, you know, rebels, uh, they all ended up sharing beds and stuff. So Georgia, the one that these three guys, Harry, 
uh, Stev, of course, and Patrick are all after, shared the bed with Stev because, quote, he's got an edge. <laughs> he's he's so edgy because he's got tattoos and, and paints Patrick his nails. Said, Patrick oh, said uh, he's the a next bad morning. Boy. He's a bad he said on no less than four occasions, Chris, in the first episode, I'm, I'm a bad boy. Like, like a self dis- Is there anything... The only thing worse than a bad boy is a self-ascribed bad boy. <laughs> no, and he is not a bad boy. He just has tattoos. And so Patrick tattoos. says after that, though, uh, one of my favorite things he said so far, quote, if Georgia were a flower, she'd be a lily. She smells beautiful. She only blooms at night. <laughs> you know I don't know Chris I don't I can know. literally hear the elevator music underneath that you know sentence. I take it back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's just it's so you know what it sounds like honestly it sounds like uh, uh, I was I, was I, th- I don't know I think it was This American Life but basically they were having an AI like write write poetry oh, I, or attempted that's what that's what patrick's <laughs> shit sounds like like it definitely has like some of the patterns required but you just like but it doesn't sound yeah good. Georgia, you know like it's kind of a, a jumble of words that she ultimately mean nothing in that order. at night <laughs> get you a girl oh. who blooms both okay in the day and the night there you go. That's some sage Thank advice from Doctor Joe Bean. That's some sage advice from from Mister Bean himself. Um, also, um, before the you've got to uh, have more bangers, I assume. Yeah, of course, Patrick. Uh, also, uh, the aforementioned kiss is revealed in the morning as Lana, you know, does her thing uh, as she does in past yes. seasons, and you know, oh, there's been a rule break, and they admit and all that. And Patrick's first reaction when he finds out that they kissed and then took a minute to fess up is he says, that type of lie is like what criminals do. Which I, like. I like that. That type of lie is what criminals do. Again, I understand what he's saying, but just his But it's wrong. It's so wrong. strange. Um, and of course, uh, before the... Yeah little sex position breathing workshop yes. oh yes with well 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 I, I i do think i do think it's worth pointing out here and just in them reacting to uh like like at first all the dudes are pissed they're like, whoa, oh, yeah, whoa yeah, yeah. who talk. lost just money then <laughs> and then they're like oh, i was the two chicks all of them are like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that's only that end. Not I don't think that. Like, they're just all way like, too, like, pervy. Oh, yeah. It's, it's yeah like, oh, like, oh, oh, I wouldn't be mad if they'd let me watch last night. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot, but he totally says that. Yeah, like, two of them yeah, say no, that. It's, yeah. Oh, my God. No, it's bad. It's like that perfect, I love I straight men being name. like, I love seeing, like, two women kiss. It's like, how did you... I don't know. It's like this nice blend of misogyny and, hun- and like, somehow homophobia, but in, like, a nice... A nice way. It's like, oh, you took the cream of the homophobia and you used it to, nice to coat your misogyny. Homophobia free. <laughs> it's very interesting. And of course, these dinguses are the exact kind of guys that talk of, about that shit. Of course. Obviously. Of course yeah. they are. <laughs> like, everyone is just as predictable as can be. Exactly. And it's fun and comfortable. Uh, um, no, all right, all right. We're getting we're getting close to the time when Google's gonna tell us we gotta get off the call. 
right, well, we gotta we get, gotta to, get to Pat's song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so Patrick's song, basically. Yeah, what's the uh, what's he, the what's the groundwork here? He what's the context? Georgia. He grabs Georgia because she's been sleeping in the bed with Steph. Oh wait, wait, this. and he goes and he talks to set this up. He goes and he talks to to this oh, dude. Yeah. To Ted, yeah, he's like, "Yo, you should keep your options open. Go after Bo. I'm not gonna go after Georgia at all because I don't care." Right, he says that, and then he goes immediately and grabs Georgia. Well, it's pretty incredible. It's pretty incredible that Steph. Yes, Steph is like, "Oh, cool." (laughs) The lie is, "Oh, don't worry. This chick, I'm obviously into." I know you're into her, so I'll do you a solid, and I won't go for her. So you right. can go for another chick. And he's just like, right. Jack's out for me. <laughs> All right. We've got like five far? minutes, guys, I think. So we got to get to the song. So basically, okay. he pulls Georgia aside and improvises, I think, a song for her. And I've got So just, I don't I think he improvised this. I think he wrote it five minutes oh. before he walked over. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible for him. I think he. I think he mentions that he improvised it at one point. Oh, like fine, whatever, okay. Mr. No. Either way, it's it's not great. <laughs> the song the song goes as follows, and it's not really much of a tune. It's half talking and it's, half. Like, it's kind of him yeah. just like the the deep throated version of squeaking. Like he's not screaming anything, but it kind of has that vibe about it. <laughs> it's like he's playing himself background music while he like. And he says, when I saw your face, I knew it was a big race to kiss you. (laughs) You drive me crazy because I wish you're the one that was sleeping right next to me. In between each of these lines is a very aggressive guitar strum. (laughs) Yes, I have have (laughs) punctuated as he delivers it. This punctuation is accurate to how the delivery is. I made sure because it's weird. You're the one that I was, uh, because I wish you're the one that I was sleeping right next to me. <laughs> and I treat you right every single night. I'll massage your feet. And then he sort of stops singing at all and goes, you look so stunning in that dress too. You trying to make my balls blue? Oh, man. And, and, and at this point, Georgia is like laughing like, so she's actually awkwardly. Like, like she is obviously cringy this. just as much as we are. But, like, trying yeah. to laugh her way through it because there's, like, you know, a, a man with a guitar, like, confessing his love across the way. She was like, ha, 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 ha. And then, like, it cuts to confessional yeah. and she's, like, shaking her head looking at the camera. Yeah. Right, right. No, <laughs> I mean, she doesn't, she doesn't fall for the whole thing, but she definitely, she definitely in that moment was like, oh, that was actually a good rhyme. I was like, he had that in his back pocket the whole time. <laughs> and Patrick does not pick up on that cue because he continues. Yeah. You gotta stop it. Come on, girl. And here you are, looking so beautiful like you always do. Because I wish I had you cuddling me on that pillow. And I love you. That's right. He ends with I love you. And she is visibly shocked. And he just kind of like stares at her with this kind of creepy smile. (laughs) (laughs) While the elevator music plays. And then, like, she's, like, basically awkwardly, like, he walks over and, like, kneels in front of her and, like, kisses her hand. And he's like, I want to kiss you. She's like, ah, that was, like, that was so sweet. And then he, like, stands up and, like, straightens his shirt, 
like he's about to walk on stage and like you know conduct a symphony and then he yeah, exits yeah. with his guitar he just bounces <laughs> he just bounces like he's like that'll be all for tonight like, and then he cuts no, to his no confessional movie. and he's like oh yeah she's like whatever he says communicates nailed she's it. totally gonna Fucking be like it. into me now <laughs> yeah i got this um you know and it's it's a great move it's it shows just how much he is like jason momoa uh, it's a classic Jason Momoa move. It was just so, like, I've never seen well, a hot person do that, which made it weirdly, like, yeah, it was cringy, yeah. but because I'm so used to, in real life, witnessing people who should not be making the grand gesture towards, like, the, like, hot person in whatever context, making yeah. those gestures and failing, and it just being really embarrassing for, like, every witness involved. This one was just like, oh, I'm I'm so happy to watch this guy just fall flat on his face here and not even realize it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and also for there to not well, I was about to say for there to be no repercussions, but there were because Uh-oh. one thing that we did not mention is that they cut at one point to Stev like watching. I mean, from far away, it's not like creepy. It's more like he's passing and it's like yeah, he happened to what see this and stick around to watch as yeah, it's would. a massive compound yeah. of rules. Oh, so he like is on one end right. and sees that he's this other dude singing loudly and terribly. Yeah. And then and then he the just guy, goes the and wipes the floor with that guy's ass. <laughs> but it's like the guy that just told you that he's not going to continue pursuing Georgia. Is, is, oh, and here he is in hot pursuit of Georgia. The betrayal. The betrayal. I said portrayal, but I meant betrayal. <laughs> well, the portrayal of idiocy and the betrayal of, of Patrick and Stella. Yeah, people be betraying. Uh, it's But it's he got him back, like, very, very, very shortly thereafter. Because then he just goes in and is like, yo, I like you a lot. And, like, I'm kind of soft. So, like, consider this. Oh, and then oh. just, like, sticks his tongue down her throat. A good forcible <laughs> kiss. Looks, he, like, stands <laughs> over her to do it, too, so it looks, like, really That's unpleasant. Good. And then it cuts to her, and she's like, it was it's a good kiss. And I'm like, is it, though? It kind of looks like he no, was, like... No, it was, it was a lovely opportunity to just see a, a sexual assault on Yeah, it, it looked... Love not to see it. good in any way and like honestly was... this what's his name Sven Stev yeah. <laughs> I'd like him a lot Chris, better if his name were Sven Chris, his parents couldn't decide if they wanted to name him uh, Steven or Evan so they named him Steven and <laughs> he goes to that's not a joke. We had stats <laughs> up last episode. That was like a fun fact. Esquire, Esquire magazine tells us this. He Esquire is like magazine. I don't, and maybe I just <laughs> a reputable, the reputable Esquire. Magazine. Is it like he's the only person on the show? I think is actually not like I think he's hideous. <laughs> like I don't know his his face bothers me. Everyone else on the show is like, yeah, I can see that they're hot. This Stev guy kind of looks like he, like, has had a vacuum cleaner over his mouth for the past ten years. Like, his lips are just, like, bright red and swollen. And, like, the rest of his face is, like, Harrison Stewart pale, but paler. Yeah. Yeah. But covered in zits. Stev looks to me like, um, if Fievel from American Tale was in a 
Like if American Tail and Warheads did a branding <laughs> crossover and Tribal was in a Warheads commercial and made something really sour. American Tail. Like. Um, our, our call is about to end soon. So listeners, um, you know what that means if you've heard a Joe Bean episode before. We're not going to get to say goodbye, but I wanted to call it out that we're getting to the end um, because I think, uh, you know... Follow us on at it is an iPod. Joe, where should people follow you? <laughs> uh, yeah, at uh, Joe you, underscore Bean. You did the thing. Twitter. You turned um, over the mic. Then there is uh, Joe four Bean minutes left. Are there four minutes left? Also, um, gonna, we're gonna have to listen to this for four minutes. Oh wow, it is four um, minutes. I should have hit the button. Four <laughs> fucking minutes. And this so isn't even on Joe anymore. This is on That's you. fair. No, I did this to us. I missed it. I liked it from last episode a lot. And what would happen is that we could open it's our a great, It's a great joke. It's a great joke. It's a great joke. It's a major joke. I want to do a few other plugs, not just where you can follow you, me. Um, of course. <laughs> oh, um, shit. I'm getting distracted. These, I'm actually, you're just playing the switch I, over so there? Here's the thing. I would like to actually plug the new Pokemon game. All right, this show is over. This is a higher time. The cool thing about it is that you can actually send out Pokemon in real time. So it definitely has more RPG elements than, like, the standard Pokemon game. Now, the graphics are a trick.